Answer me this. Are you a morning person? Maybe an afternoon person? Perhaps you're a night owl. Perhaps you feel like you never really get, get moving. Well, regardless of how you would classify yourself, you deserve to have a morning routine that serves you, that sets you up for success. Now, before you, you start rolling your eyes and go, oh, I've, I've heard all about the morning routine stuff and all the things that we're all supposed to do and journal and meditate and yoga, and I just don't have time for that or I don't like it. Guess what? That is not what I'm going to tell you. Instead, I am thrilled to tell you about my annual free event coming up called Master Your Morning. And over the course of five days, 30 minutes or less each day, I'm going to teach you how to create your own unique morning routine based on two things, your unique personality type, and secondly, the realities of your home life, right? You may not have a lot of time for a morning routine, and that's what this free workshop is all about. So if you want to come join, head over to megansumrall.com forward slash master your morning. And I promise you at the end of it, you are going to have a completely different relationship with the morning. Okay. This week, we're going to be talking about over planning. It is a thing and it is a thing, especially for my fellow control freaks and can also be a thing for people that are new to planning. So today I'm going to be breaking down kind of what does over planning mean? What are some of the signs that might lead you to recognize when you're over planning? And then most importantly, what can you do to actually prevent this? So let's go ahead and jump in. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie-turned-entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife, and just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Hey, welcome back to Work-Life Harmony. Now, you guys know I love a good weekly plan, but I'm here to tell you it is actually possible to over- plan. Now I see this happening usually in one of two scenarios. So I want to kind of talk through when we tend to over plan and then really zero in on some signs that you want to look for that might be telling you that you're over planning and then what you can do about it. So the two cases where I tend to see people over plan is scenario one, for those of you that are brand new to weekly planning, maybe you've been operating from that daily task list mode forever, and you're now leaning into creating intentional plans. And what can happen sometimes is we get so excited that we swing the pendulum (laughs) from one side all the way to the other. And we start planning like every second of every day. So that's the first time where I will see people over plan The second, and this is very subtle, is we all go through different stages of life, at least I know I do, and so many of the women in my program, where we feel things kind of spiraling out of control. Maybe we've had a big schedule change, a shift, something new has entered our life, something has left our life, and we feel very out of control. And one of the reactions that we can fall into or behaviors that we can fall into when we feel that lack of control is to start trying to control what we can 
which leads to overplanning. I know for me, that is something I always have to watch out for because when that feeling of being out of control is uncomfortable for me. So that is an area where I know I'm always being cautious to not overplan. So what do I mean when I talk about overplanning? It's one of two things. It's either you are dictating how every second of your day is going to go and, or both together, you are you have something planned, like with no breaks in between that from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to bed, every 30 minutes, there is exact activities of you being in motion, meaning there is something you are checking off. Yes, I got this done every single second of every day. Now, here are some signs that I want you to look for to help you understand if you are over planning. And then we're going to talk about what you can do about it. So sign number one, and the one that's going to be easiest to spot is simply this. If you find yourself in a place in life where if an unexpected thing pops up, life throws you a curveball, you had plans and now they're canceled and you're not going to be able to do what you thought you were going to be able to do. If that happens, and it completely derails your entire week, meaning that domino effect, right? Okay, well, you know, I told myself from nine to 10, I was getting this one thing done. And now I just got a phone call and I have to go do something else for an hour. And you see that the only way that you're going to get that, you know, that task done that you were supposed to do during that hour is to stay up an hour later or wake up an hour earlier. That is a sign to you that you are definitely over planning because you're not building in any wiggle room into your schedule. Now, a a second sign, there's three, a second sign that you could be over planning is if you look at your plan and just the looking at it causes you anxiety and stress. If you are looking at your plan already thinking, I don't, I don't see any, which I I don't even begin to think that this is actually going to get done. Then you're definitely over planning. Now we all have those weeks where we we might look at it and go, Oh, it's kind of a full week, but I'm talking about this repeated behavior of you look at your week and go, there's no way. Then you're definitely over planning and likely over committing. Now, the third sign that you are over planning is if you are constantly in a place of playing catch up. So, you know, on the first half of Friday, you're trying to catch up from everything that didn't get done on Thursday. Then on Saturday, you're trying to catch up from what didn't get done for the week. And on Sunday, you're trying to catch up from Saturday, so on and so forth, where you feel like every day is filled with the things that were supposed to be done prior to today. Then that is a sign that you are actually over planning as well. So what are some strategies that we can put in place to make sure that we are not over planning? First and foremost is to make sure that you have white space or open time in your days every single day, meaning you are not booking yourself from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to bed with tasks and being in motion. We can't be at an appointment from nine to 10 and a meeting from 10 to 11, and then, you know, scheduled to get these 10 tasks done from 11 to 12, and then from 12 to one in another meeting. And we cannot have a day that moves like that because the minute one thing happens, then it has that catastrophic domino effect that completely makes everything fall apart. 
So learning to proactively plan in that white space. And that is actually one of the steps in my advanced weekly planning is learning the right way to schedule in what I call that buffer space or that white space. When you look at my weekly plan, it looks like every minute is accounted for, but a lot of the time blocks on my weekly plan is actually having that buffer space. And the amount that you plan in varies based on what stage of life that you are in. Now, another way to really help you from being overplanned is after you've done your weekly plan is to go back and look at it and identify how many things in your plan are like top priority urgents. For those of you that have done the prioritization matrix, you know about the quadrants one, two, three, and four quadrant run is urgent and important. If the vast majority of your plan are all things sitting in quadrant one, and you're never getting to focus on the things in quadrant two, then that means that you are over planning. And this is a sign for you that it's time for you to go back and really reassess your priorities and get a realistic view on exactly how much time you have in your days. When we know, hey, my budget for today is I have five hours, that really helps us better to understand what are my real priorities? Because Everything can't be a one all the time. That's often a sign again, you're over committing, you're over planning, but that you aren't getting a realistic assessment of your priorities as well. So I wanted to have you know, this conversation right now. I think it's really timely for a lot of us as we are wrapping up the school year and heading into the summer months where our schedules start to potentially look and feel very different is make sure that you're coming into this transition with the awareness of, are you over planning? Are you over committing and really tune into how are things going on a daily and weekly basis? Are you constantly playing catch up when life throws you a curveball? Does everything fall apart and it's really hard to recover? Do the plans that you've created leave you feeling stressed out before you've even started? If so, this is a sign that you're likely over planning and it's time to take that step back. So I hope you all can join me in creating realistic, not over planned weeks. And I will see you again next week. Getting on top of all things, time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. If you want one tap access to all of my training and current top podcasts, go to the app store or Google play and download the pink B app one word, the pink bee. It is jam packed with simple yet powerful tips and strategies to get you out of overwhelm and into harmony. And if you have a question you want me to cover on a future episode, go to iTunes and ask your question in the podcast review section. And while you're there, don't forget to leave a five-star review.